Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Beyond Unstoppable. My name is Noelle Olvera. I am your host, and this is episode number two. Uh, first of all, I wanted to thank you for tuning into this podcast. It's been a while since the last time that I posted, uploaded the last episode, which was episode number one, of course. And reason being, I really want to be transparent with you listening. I was putting off episode number two for a couple of weeks, and that is because it is very uncomfortable. It takes a lot. It takes a lot of courage for me to touch on this topic and the reason why I want to do it is because I know it's necessary to do it. I have never really talked about this. Only a few people know about this certain topic and to me it really warms my heart to be open 100% on my podcast. You know, when I first decided to make my podcast, I had a clear vision of what was it exactly that I wanted to accomplish or what I really wanted from this podcast. And that was to be an open book to my listeners, to the people that are tuning in and to bring awareness to my community. This is why I'm here today. I just want to inspire one person, at least one person, to take the necessary action and to believe that it is possible for them, that it is possible for you listening right now to change the pattern and to never honor your illness. That is a topic for episode number two. I'm going to be sharing my story. I want to give a small disclaimer. This episode is intended to be seen as and heard as something that I went through to share my experience, to bring awareness. It is never the intention to offend anyone. It is never the intention to make someone's feelings less. It is just with the simple intention that it's possible. When I was 14 years old, I was diagnosed with lupus. If you're not familiar with what lupus is, I wasn't either. Lupus is a autoimmune disease that attacks your own tissues and organs. It can attack and affect many different body systems, including your joints, skin, kidneys, blood cells, brain, heart, and lungs. Lupus is very difficult to diagnose just because it mimics the symptoms of any other illness. It was scary. It sounds very scary. I was in shocked when I was told that I was diagnosed with lupus. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what this even meant in my life. I didn't know the effect and the shift that I was going to have because of this. You know, for the first two times, they said I did have lupus. And then, you know, I was sent to the Children's Hospital in L.A. I went to see a specialist, a rheumatologist. We got good news and we were told that it wasn't lupus, that I was okay. And I went on with my life as a 14-year-old thinking that it was a false alarm, that it was nothing. But I still didn't understand why I still had all of these symptoms. Why did I still have pain throughout my whole body why was I going to sleep in pain and waking up the next day in pain I just didn't understand that if a specialist at this very well-known hospital is telling me I don't have anything then what is wrong with me I asked myself what's wrong with me 
you really don't understand, right? Even as adults now, we don't understand sometimes what's wrong with us. We imagine a 14-year-old not knowing what to even do, what to think, what to ask. I believe it was a month or two months past after my last visit with the rheumatologist at the Children's Hospital. And I still had the symptoms. I told my mom, we have to go back to the clinic. We have to go back to my regular clinic. And again, I was asked to do lab work. And I believe two weeks after that, we got a call to go into the office, into a doctor's office. And that's when I was told that it was 100% lupus. That is what I was diagnosed with at the time when I was there. I still, I was very just confused. I didn't understand. And it didn't hit me until I got home because I just felt very alone and I didn't want to ask anything. I didn't know what to even ask. So when I went back home, I went to... Dr. Google and started searching up what lupus was. And I started to read all of these crazy things on on Google and, you know, living with lupus and how it is and all of the symptoms and what it affects in your body. And I got so freaked out. I remember just starting to cry and I never really showed my emotions to my mom. I didn't want her to be worried. I didn't know how to even react to something like this, but I was very hurt and I I just remember asking, why is this happening to me? Why? How can my life change from well, not being diagnosed with something and now to knowing that this is a chronic condition, that now this is a chronic pain, that this is something that I have to live with for the rest of my life. As time went on, I got worse. I was having even more pain. I felt that I didn't want to do anything throughout the day. That time I was a sophomore in high school. I would go to school, come back home and just sleep for the most of the time my hair was starting to fall off and I started to notice that and that really freaked me out because you just see this on other people that you know you hear about you see on the news or you see on tv you know things like that but you never really expect something similar to ever happen to you and when that started happening to me it was really sad it was such a traumatizing experience for me I had to style my hair a different way. I had to pretend to everyone else that I was not hurting. Pretend that I was a strong person and I was a strong human being. And I wasn't. I wasn't. I was very fragile. I was scared. But I always knew that I had more in me. So much more to give and and so much more to grow as a person. To me, being... In that situation, you know, being diagnosed and having all of these symptoms, I was just not having it. I was very limited by my doctor, by my rheumatologist at the time. I remember I was told that I couldn't do a lot of exercise, that I couldn't uh, run. I was just limited for a lot of things. And I guess that kind of gave me like a limiting mindset at that time limiting beliefs of myself I started to not do any like physical activity that kind of shut me down to be told by the doctor that you're not able to do certain things because it's going to get worse because you're so fragile and pretty much felt like I was going to do a a wrong movement and I was going to break that's exactly how I felt and to me I just wanted to be normal I just wanted to be what was considered normal to me was 
just do whatever I wanted without having to worry what was going to hurt me and what was not okay for me, what was not going to affect me. So I started really limiting myself without even noticing, without even realizing. I just simply gave up on physical activity, any type of physical activity. I gave up on that. I really got myself to think that I couldn't run anything. I was always short of breath. I was always in pain. No one really understood how I felt because for someone that is diagnosed with lupus, maybe with any other chronic illness, you don't really see any physical symptoms. I would feel like crap. I had no energy. I didn't want to do anything. I was just very upset sometimes. And I feel like not a lot of people around me understood that part of me and they would see me and and think you look fine you're 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 not going through anything maybe you're just making it up and and inside I felt so lonely i felt so lonely in that time and i felt so misunderstood and i decided to say you know what i'm not going to tell anyone because no one seems to even care or understand really understand how it feels to be in my place I have to admit I was not taking care of myself as I should have been and that's what was triggering even more symptoms way more symptoms that than I was supposed to have in my opinion I can honestly say that in that face I felt that I was just like a zombie <laughs> walking around blindfolded and not knowing what to do not knowing exactly how to take care of myself not knowing or maybe I did know but I wasn't aware if that even makes sense I knew that maybe eating healthier was going to make a change but I was never awakened I wasn't awake to make the necessary changes in my life to take the necessary action to change my life you know and all of that missed I met my wonderful fiance Miroslava and to make the story short right because that's a complete different episode on how we met and everything but she has literally changed my life and I really thank her for that because I was introduced to a whole new world of well-being of wellness of caring for my body caring for my food and things like that she has been the person who really helped me out in all of this process. I remember when I met her and we started dating and a couple of months after that, she still didn't know what I was diagnosed with. And I didn't want to tell her because I was ashamed of telling her what was going on with me. I was afraid to let someone else see that weak side of me that has always been an issue showing and showing that and maybe seeing it as a weakness when now I'm able to see it as no if you're going through something like this if you're going through chronic pain a chronic illness you are a fucking badass seriously you're a badass because not a lot of people can put up with all of the pain every single day day and night it is crazy it is terrible and still go to work and still go to school and still smile when people talk to you and still be in a good mood that takes a lot and now I see it and I I am so proud of myself and that I am so proud of the person of the woman that I've become and if you're going through that I am so proud of you for pushing through and making things happen regardless of your circumstances 
but I finally decided to open up to my fiance. Um, she was my girlfriend at the time, by the way, and I decided to open up to her and we started to see ways of how I can feel better, how we both can work together as a team and be a true support system for each other. And we started implementing so many different things and we just started, you know, seeing we signed up for the gym. We started um, changing our eating habits. And I said changing because at the very beginning, obviously, I didn't open up to her right away about this. So at the very beginning, you know, we were eating junk food. We would always go out. We wouldn't care about our our health or any anything like that. But of course, you know, there was times that I would mention it to her like, hey, you know, oh, my head hurts. Oh, my feet hurt. My hands hurt. My shoulders are tense and things like that. So after, you know, me telling her, telling her how I was feeling, you know, she started questioning it. And she, that's when um, she got me to open up to her. But I am so glad I did because we made so many changes to where when we first, you know, started going to the gym, she's like very athletic and she loves to exercise and, and things like that. So when we started going to the gym and she started running on the treadmill and I would just look at her like, wow, like she's crazy. You know, she's running and she's freaking doing all of these things. And to me, going on a treadmill was something that I thought it was impossible for me to even run. I remember the first time running on the treadmill. We went to the gym together and I was just walking on the treadmill and I was like, you know what, let me give it a try. So I did. I gave it a try and I didn't even last a minute. I don't even think I lasted a minute on the treadmill. It was very frustrating for me because I started uh, feeling out of breath. My chest was hurting. I couldn't breathe. It was just a really bad feeling. And I got off the treadmill right away after. And, and I just went somewhere else to sit down and try to calm myself and try to catch my breath. And I said, you know what? I just can't do this. Like, I can't. I can't run. I can't. Like, it's impossible. My chest hurts. I just can't. I've never really tried it. And that goes back to the limiting belief that I was planted in my mind that I couldn't do this thing. So I truly told myself that I couldn't. And when I jumped on the treadmill, I was not able to. To me, that was also very hard. But you know what? I didn't give up. I kept showing up. And from like 30 seconds, I went up to a minute, two minutes. Now it was five minutes on the treadmill. Imagine that feeling, the feeling of accomplishing something that seemed impossible in your life. And I started running 10 minutes straight. So I just fell on top of the world. <laughs> to a lot of people, 10 minutes, maybe it's just a warm up. Maybe that's nothing. But to me, it was like I ran a freaking marathon. And at that point, I believe that no matter what someone says to me, whether it was a doctor, a person, a friend, family, I was going to tell myself that if I want to make it happen for myself, I'm going to make it happen for myself. Because I decided to make that change and to really believe that I was able to do it and not just be stuck in the limiting beliefs of just because I have, you know, I have been diagnosed with this. I'm not able to, to do certain things. Another thing that helped me out was to never honor the illness, to never honor the pain. I never made it part of my life. I knew that it was chronic and I knew that it was there and that it was going to be there in my life, but I never made it part of my life. I would see it in my head like it was just there in the corner, but it wasn't 
within me. And to me, that truly helped me out so much because I feel that when we take ownership of things, that's when they take control. And I never took ownership of it. I never really did. And, you know, it did take a toll on me for, a, you know, a certain period of time. But that was because I was not being responsible with myself. I was not truly taking care of what I was supposed to be taking care of, which was my diet, you know, the physical activity, my mindset, because all of this is just for me, it was more of a mental process of wanting to move forward, the will of wanting to change my life. That's what it was for me. And I made a decision for myself. I made this decision to change the pattern and to change my limiting beliefs. And I seriously just had so much faith that I was able to heal myself. And I manifested my well-being. I manifested the way that I feel now. I manifested this. And I truly believe that it was possible. I truly believe that it was more about me more than anyone else. I changed my mindset. I changed my lifestyle. I started exercising. I started to do yoga. And that was a game changer for me. And I seriously got rid of stress of emotional, mental, physical, any type of stress. And of course, right, you can't really get rid of stress 100%, but you can definitely minimize a whole lot of stress in your life. And if you are going through some something similar, I really want to encourage you to don't honor it. Don't honor the illness. Don't honor the pain. See it as it's just there in the corner. You're aware that you're diagnosed with, you know, with a certain illness or whatnot, but don't honor it because I Never did. And I now that I think about it, it's something that I learned from my grandma. I love her. She always taught me to never, ever, ever, ever say, this is my illness or I have lupus. My lupus is this. My lupus is that. Like never. And because of her, I had this mindset that unconsciously I was not honoring and not taking ownership of lupus at all and not taking ownership of what it can do to my life. And I highly believe that you can do the same thing if you have pain, if you have a chronic illness, if you're going through anything, you can manifest your well-being. You can definitely manifest how you feel and you have the decision to change your life. Nobody else because nobody can want it more than you want it. Nobody wanted it for me as much as I wanted it for myself. So I made that decision because we have, honestly, we have two options. Whether we want to victimize ourselves to say, um, I have this and I don't feel good. And we can do that and we can victimize ourselves and use our circumstances as excuses to kind of justify how we are, to justify that we're not doing enough. Or we can use our circumstances 
as something that is pushing us forward, something that is fueling us to be a better person, to change our life, to inspire other people, to really be that change in your family and and not even for just your family, but for yourself, to truly believe that you are capable of doing so much with your body and your mental health, where you can manifest your healing process and you can be in remission or you can be living a life without pain living life without having to be attached to an illness having to be attached to the symptoms because we are so quick to feel pain and right away go take a painkiller we are so quick to just react to that okay i have a pain i have a headache i don't feel good let me go take a painkiller but we're not really finding the root cause of why are we feeling this way whether you have a chronic illness or not we're not we're not really finding what's causing that are you drinking enough water are you eating healthy are you exercising are you practicing you know yoga meditation breath work what are you doing with your well-being with your wellness what are you doing with your life and what your mental health why are you feeling this way because I have learned to always find the the root cause of why I'm feeling a certain way and that goes hand to hand to being self-aware and being self-loving to yourself Instead of, you know, just treating the symptoms, you have to treat the root cause and really dig deep within yourself and see what's going on in order for you to feel better, in order for you to change your life. It's not just about going to the doctor and listening to what they're telling you. And I have so much respect for doctors. That's not the point. The point is that we can either let someone plant seeds into us to where now we have limiting beliefs because I can speak about it because I went through that. And I'm not saying everyone is going to have the same experience, but you can change and find different ways. There's so many things out out there in the world that you can do to manifest your well-being. Sometimes we think that, you know, um, things that may seem so insignificant are not going to affect us, like being around toxic people, being around or listening to the news or, you know, really taking care of of our diets or the food that we eat, we're drinking enough water. What are we listening to throughout the day? Who are we interacting with? You know, all of those things are going to affect our well-being at the end of the day and they might not affect you instantly they might not affect you right away but it is something that we are unconsciously manifesting in our body we are unconsciously manifesting all of these negative things that we're putting uh, in our mind all of this junk food that we're putting in our body yes of course it's, it's not gonna go from like Oh, you know, day and night, it's going to be manifesting. And then that's when now you're diagnosed with an illness. Now you're diagnosed with this and that. So we have to constantly and every day make it a lifestyle for ourselves to really and truly care for our interactions with people, with what we feed our minds, with what are we feeding our body? Are we stretching? Like, what are we doing? Those are the constant things that you have to really worry about and really care for and really just make it so simple because it's all about perspective. If you see it at it's so hard, I don't know what to do. Really, you have the choice, like I said, to take that route and and really just victimize because that's all it is, in my opinion. 
sometimes we do victimize ourselves and we have to change those patterns. We have to change the patterns of always wanting other people to do things for us, of always wanting other people to make the change. It is good to have a really support system in your life. But at the end of the day, it is up to you if you want to make that change. At the end of the day, it was my decision. It was up to me to really make the change in my life. I had great support system for my fiance, but it was my decision and I decided to change my life and I decided that I was freaking tired of feeling like crap every single day. I decided that I was just fed up and I was not going to live my life in pain. And that, that's what I've done. So it's really up to you to make that change. It has worked for me. And if you really take your health serious, like do it now. Don't wait until you have manifested an illness in your body. Don't wait until you have manifested depression, anxiety. Don't wait until you get into that point. Start now and start changing your life now because that's where it all starts. I am so proud and I am so happy to say that it's been almost a year that I am in remission. My blood work has came out negative for activity of lupus in my body and I am so blessed and I am so grateful for the change and the decision of changing the pattern of breaking the chain and really just having faith that I was able to accomplish this for myself. I am so happy that I can finally say I have really made myself free from my circumstances and if I'm able to do it you can do it anyone can do it but you have to have the will you have to have faith that it is going to happen for you I don't know what's going to happen in the future I don't know how I'm going to feel but one thing I know is that I don't want to go back to how I felt I don't want to go back to not taking care of myself and you know there's times that of course it's difficult to always follow a healthy pattern it's difficult to always be consistent and committed right because like they say if it was easy everybody would do it if it was easy everybody would be healthy as they can be it's not easy it's really not but we have to have the commitment within ourselves that we have the option and we have to make a choice whether we want to live our lives feeling our best or we want to live our lives feeling our worst. And I know that I can just work on myself as much as I can in order to feel the way that I feel and in order to feel my best self. Thank you so much for tuning in and to be on Unstoppable. Thank you. I highly appreciate it. If you are going through a similar situation, Feel free to reach out and I would love to talk to you about what you're going through. You can email me at thebeyondunstoppable at gmail.com. You can follow my Instagram at beyondunstoppable underscore. Thank you so much for tuning in and I cannot wait to speak to you guys on my next episode. Thank you.